This is the podcast about the meaning of concepts in business. All right. So I'd like yeah. to welcome everyone in our one more podcast. Uh, and today, as always, I have an, a very exciting, very interesting guest that I'm going to shortly introduce you to. And uh, interestingly enough, we're going to be talking about um, something, uh, as always, about some sort of business communication, about the things, you know, the challenges, something that bothers us on a daily basis. But our guest uh, today has a very ambitious and interesting goal. The goal is to change the world. So, Kabilan, hello and welcome to our podcast. How are you doing? Hello, I'm doing great. Uh, it's been going good so far. All right. So uh, I give you this kind of a big introduction, and this is something how you also um, introduced yourself to me some time ago. So first of all, of course, I, as far as I know that you're an architect, aren't you? And you are also a co-founder of Kaunarctic. Is that yeah, um, mm -hmm. yeah, like I'm an architect. I'm studying my master's right now, and uh, it's co-founder of uh, Kaunarctic. Okay. Uh, and uh, some other things also I've been doing side by side. So tell us, uh, tell our, our our listeners and 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 to me, what brought you to Kaunas first of all? Uh, first of all, for Kaunas, it's uh, pretty much for my masters. I arrived uh, uh, in Lithuania. Uh, I chose this place because it was much more affordable in our sense. Uh, it was much more easy to pay for the tuition fee and everything. And yeah, that's how I found KTU. Uh, in the first place and um, the architecture is good for research as well as uh, some other uh, features like it, it's an entry point to Europe so it was the basic entry point for us so yeah, that's the story. Okay and have you always wanted to become an architect or was it something that just accidentally turned and appeared in your life? Uh, that's actually a funny story uh, because uh, until 12th, I did not know what I was going to do or anything because I was thinking something like astronaut or somewhere in like uh, space. The usual. <laughs> yeah, space stuff and something with aeronautical also, I thought. Uh, but I guess like uh, uh, I, when I was a kid, uh, pretty much uh, I was interested in like building stuff and all those things. And I think when I was in German uh, and as a kid, uh, they saw me building a lot of stuff, even with toilet papers or like uh, everything. And the people around me said, like, he might be an architect in the future or something like that. And somehow Destiny followed me, I guess. And my brother uh, kind of suggested, since I was good in art and all those things, he suggested, go and do this architecture. Uh, maybe this is the right one for you because, uh, and he convinced me, telling me that, uh, that is a possibility that you might go to space also or something like that if you do architecture. And I was like, uh, so innocent and enough, I chose it. And that's how I chose architecture. Okay. I mean, that's that's something, you know, that um, this usual case, right? When, when you when you're a child, you're planning to do something and you're dreaming about these big things and then you learn what skills you have and where you feel the best at. Um, being an architect, uh, let's say in Kaunas, so studying it and, and then uh, being the co-founder, as far as I understand that the company that you're co-founding is also related to architecture, isn't it? 
uh it's slightly related to architecture okay. it, it's mm-hmm. more related to urban architecture rather than direct architecture uh so it's a, like a business uh that provides urban architecture back to the people so that's the a slight sense of it but it starts at some point and the end product is basically us providing uh, urban architecture type of solution or urban uh, recreation type of solution to the world when you say back uh, back to humans or back to the people what do you mean by that because that's a very interesting point uh so uh, the right way to put it is like uh, pretty much uh, uh, giving them a sense of identity that uh, this public space is owned by the people that is not uh, much more visible for example how do urban architecture like uh, uh, public properties are done it is done after mm-hmm. getting a funding from government uh, from the taxes and all those things and eventually it is being budgeted and then it uh, comes to uh, the, the um, minister or someone to decide what they want to build but uh, in my uh the company that i'm trying to form it, uh, the uh method is to create uh, through the people itself like uh, let the people invest and let them get out output uh, that they desire at a uh, like much more quicker uh, quicker quicker pace so let them be involved in the uh yeah. like being their stakeholders like being the part of it right like being yeah. the part and the connection to 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 the people that's closer okay what for you what does it mean um or how does it feel to be an architect in Kaunas or in Lithuania as such? What does it mean? What challenges perhaps you typically face or uh, what exciting things do you face on a daily basis? Okay, uh, in challenging things that I'm going to face is pretty much uh, definitely it starts with the language. I have to learn one of the uh, hardest uh, language and the oldest language, uh, Lithuanian. Uh, but uh, I... Uh, it should be easy as it goes. Like if I put my effort, I can learn. And okay. a bit of other challenges like learning the new techniques and new uh, uh, like the way of approach to design and everything. Because uh, uh, back in India, it's like there is a different preset to how to approach design and all those things. Here, it's like a different culture in, induced uh, presets, as well as um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, other softwares and technicals that you need to learn as an architect. Okay. I mean, um, if you take or if you compare a little bit the cultural, I mean, business cultural issues, right, with your country and with Lithuania, how different is it? Do you do you struggle with that at all? Like, do you have to learn new things on how to deal, let's say, in business world so that the communication is as fluent as possible and that you can get the deals that you want or something like that. Is it that different? Do you have to to, to somehow also learn that or, or learn new techniques or something like that? I think it's quite similar to back to uh, India, except in one thing, the initial approach. Uh, the starting period, uh, I feel like it's much more uh, easy over here compared to back to India okay. because back okay. in India, that is... Uh, whole, like pretty much whole other options and everything is there, but you don't know where to start and uh, who to follow, who are the community that you can follow and like uh, get like a uh, proper knowledge of it and all those things. You don't, you might not know that, but here there is much more opportunity in terms of like that jump start uh, is available. Uh, that option is much more wider and there are like uh, communities and people, uh, p- even people are like much more 
the people you meet, they are much more innovative enough to like start something or do something uh, with their life rather than the same nine to five type of job. But back in India, mm-hmm. all people you meet, it's almost nine to five. And after that, they don't care about what they want to do. Uh, they really? just want to stick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What uh, what influence or tell us the story, share the story of, of uh, building your own uh, or co-founding the, the company? What what inspired you? What what made you do that? And, and again, what's maybe the, the ending or what's the goal of it? The, the final or long-term goal? Uh, yeah, uh, what inspired me is like, uh, I always wanted to do something with business. Uh, whether it's like uh, seeing some product or like uh, creating innovative products or being uh, like uh, making life simpler uh, type of thing because I used to watch a lot of uh, uh, reality show that is based on business like Shark Tanks or something and basically I think uh, I learned uh, got inspired and learned some of the uh, terms from there and this uh, uh, business that I wanted to start with, uh, with my friends is uh, that came all of a sudden. It was like uh, there was opportunity and I just grabbed it. And after going there, we kind of figured out what was uh, working out. And eventually it all started happening as, uh, as if like it's kind of fated, or uh, I would say, but it's more like the number of things that you did so far is just catching up uh, mm-hmm. to you at that moment. That's how it felt me when I was... Uh, uh, arranging this business, uh, this uh, company that we are trying to form. And so, so. How many people are are you cooperating with? Is it uh, and are the people from different cultures, or are they all Lithuanians? And then you, what what type of personal, uh, what type of cultures do you work with? It actually started with four people in the beginning, and then uh, one had to drop out because he had uh, something that was clashing, and then we had a Lithuanian. Uh, who we wanted a Lithuanian in the team. So after going to at the sport or like the competition, we found a Lithuanian and he was uh, amazingly really uh, helpful because he was uh, he had like previous experience in forming uh, other companies uh, related to health issues and was like uh, inspiring to work with him. And from there till the uh, it, uh, till the competition in Barcelona, it was just four of us. Mm-hmm. And it was an amazing uh, thing because each of us uh, take different responsibility and each of us uh, from different culture and education. Uh, uh, one is from Azerbaijan, another is from India. Same place as me, but he is more in a big bachelor and he's like more into uh, uh, mechanical and aeronautical astronaut stuff. And I was in architecture. The Azerbaijan uh, person, uh, Narmin, she was from... Uh, computer science background and Lucas is from uh, Lithuania and he was from he was doing I think same uh, he was doing IT but yeah he had like a different experience so it's like it's a jumble of uh, uh, people and eventually uh, yeah till the Barcelona we were like uh, just four people and I think after this it's uh, we keep on adding uh, mm-hmm. new people but uh, we still like in the early stages uh, to see like who's gonna stay and who's gonna uh, focus and develop uh, on this. So it's still early stages to say who's going to be there for the long run. Well, I think that that's, you know, that's the matter of any kind of um, business, especially when you're co-founding something and you kind of like a start starting it up, you know, and then just looking how it goes. And because all of you, as far as I understand, all of you come from different, uh, different, sorry, perspectives, like in different maybe backgrounds as such, right? 
Yeah, uh, uh-huh. definitely that. And the the obvious thing is, was every one of us were kind of like a misfit in the society. We were okay. the odd odd ducks, and uh, somehow we found uh, each uh, each together, and we are find, uh, finding an odd company. That's why, how why are you calling yourselves misfits? I mean, where, where, where does that come from? How, how do you see that? Uh, it's like more than misfits is like, we don't mm-hmm. uh, generally fit the general norms. Okay. Uh, I was always the odd duck in terms of an, uh, even in architecture and everything. It's like I being the creative guy, but uh, I had like own challenges to create and like my approach is always something either too futuristic or, or something mm-hmm. that is not hypothetically possible for now. That's how I would think. And the other two persons are also like, um, they're, they're ambitious. They are, all mm-hmm. the, these people are like ambitious enough to uh, like dream uh, big. At the same time, <coughs> sorry, uh, at the same time, try to do something uh, in between in their own respective fields. So that's how mm-hmm. we were. Uh, and yeah, we were standing out and every people would know us uh, in uh, either in our own field or someone uh, in the in our surrounding, would know us as an that So yes, but I think that that's you know something that that makes you kind of um, that as you said yourself, it makes you stand out. And uh, when it comes to business or even architecture, I mean your own field, being or seeing having that other kind of vision, you know, more futuristic one, I think that that's something that makes you exceptional, and that's something that you know inspires maybe even others to create and and to to come up with things that um, others maybe are not able to see. So I think that that's even the the beauty of 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 the character and of um, of your team, I guess. Yeah, like uh, that's the that's why we are like uh, standing out and somehow uh, I think yeah it inspires other people also. So mm-hmm. we are that step of setting. Hopefully, we inspire more people as it goes. When it comes to business as such, I mean, as a perhaps a business when business communication or business as a concept or or whatever we business is to you, you know, what would be perhaps the the, the main elements or the main um, maybe let's call them values that you appreciate the most in business, uh, in people and in cooperation and team things like that. Perhaps what 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 is the most important for you? Uh. For me, it would be mostly um, uh, the, uh, knowing people and networking uh, would be essential because uh, you cannot start a business easily with just uh, having an idea and product. You just need to know the person who to contact, how to like uh, communicate with them and get uh, it up and starting. So you need the right uh, type of pe- uh, person to start. So you need to know the person. So networking would be a uh, like really important value I would consider and mm-hmm. it would be the right one for you to jumpstart and uh, we have the uh, we know the right uh, type of people right now and hopefully when we uh, fully uh, fully start this uh, it might uh, jumpstart uh, at the right time and the right uh, way pace and everything so I would say that is important mm-hmm. uh, yeah. for like a, for a new upcoming um, like startup and everything. The idea and the product, yes, it's essential, but uh, uh, there has been a lot of ideas and products over a period of time. Every, I think like every one of us are thinking of some ideas and products, mm-hmm. but it's being uh, among the community and networking with them would be the uh, uh, major thing that 
should be the focus for the initial states, initial starting points and everybody. So it's basically, um, it all comes to this, you know, who you know, right? And then, then how can you also take, uh, how can you use these connections and this kind of network, right? And to your company's advantage and to the projects that you're creating, right? And then just connecting it all to, to, to the people. Yeah, uh, like uh, connecting and being among the community also, because yeah. uh, the more you share uh, with them, yeah, like sometimes we feel like our idea should be like uh, kept in the secret and everything, but uh, the more you uh, share the ideas, the more you uh, get a better version of yours than the before one. And it gets much more like uh, complex and as well as uh, good enough, like solid enough for it to upcoming. So the community is important as well as the network or networking capabilities is also important. Biz culture. This is the podcast about the meaning of concepts in business. When it comes to, uh, I have this very interesting thing about you. I've read it about you. Uh, when when it came to, let's say the. The, the 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 keywords or the words that uh, you typically or the most commonly use in business communication and one of the words that you mentioned was pizza and you gave a very nice description about it could you just share it with your, our listeners as well what does pizza mean to you in this kind of context yeah uh, definitely i'll share it uh, the thing is like uh, yeah i'm always a lover for pizza and like uh, pizza's uh, the most uh, energy thing uh, that gives me okay so it's all it, it, it's all started uh, recently when i was volunteering and uh, when i was being head i always uh, like when i was presenting myself uh, uh, for a board position and everything i kind of uh, kept in the last slide saying that uh, hey if you guys vote for me definitely there's going to be pizza for every single meeting or something so it started from there and it kind of stuck uh, with every single uh, kind of like a motivation for people okay. uh, when when i was like uh, then people came to know that i'm the like uh, if i'm the leader or something they know that they can get pizzas mm-hmm. and yeah that's how it started and the most thing is like uh, if there are some italians in your group it is always like a good mm-hmm. uh, conversation starter also uh, when you say like uh, i love pineapple pizza and they're like <laughs> they're going to come my against you and like in terms of uh, i don't know uh, rebel uh, rebelling or something but this kind of like a uh, ice breaks uh, any situation mm-hmm. so i i kind of use that uh, to break uh, people who hate on pineapple pizza as well as uh, <laughs> and it's like easy ice breaking uh, situation uh, so i use it most of the time and the, there's another t- version also like uh, it th- kind of sounds for every single person if you are a vegan also there's a pizza for you if there's a just paleo diet you're doing there's a pizza for you so it's like a variant of the every single thing and it satisfies yeah. an entire team so i use that as a excuse for any like uh, team get together or uh, any uh, team motivation and everything so yes that's uh, the Plus, you know, I think that when you were also speaking about before about the networking and building the community, I think that in this case, pizza serves as this very nice tool in order to glue the community uh, and in order to make it closer, because I think that rarely there are people who dislike pizza, you know, or maybe some ingredients that they don't like, but then you can make them, you still can make it work. So it's it, it serves, I guess, as a very nice connection tool. <laughs> In a way, oh, definitely, definitely serves a lot of connection to it. And I do consider that uh, it kind of uh, like most of the ideas that we are thinking and everything. It's like a lot of thought 
thought process and you use a car quite a bit of uh, energy uh, when you're like working on it and it's best to keep them fed, uh, fed up and uh, like a pizza uh, kind of kind of satisfy all the requirement like there's carbs there's uh, protein there's a bit of fiber uh, but at the end uh, it's uh, satisfy them to work more efficiently and make better decision based on when they're full they make better decisions when they are hungry it's going to be hard to make good decisions so i use pizza <laughs> i think it could be like a golden rule you know and don't make any harsh decisions or rash decisions when you're hungry <laughs> just have pizza oh yeah that's that's definitely a rule in my uh, it will be in my uh, company when i say like you're not allowed to make any meetings or decision without a uh, food uh, in uh, half eating food only you can uh, make decisions it should be like that yeah, because I mean, it's, it's like all the mis miscommunication comes when you're hungry or angry, you know, all combined. <laughs> so yeah, it makes sense. All right, I think that that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. What about uh, you also, you know, as I guess each one of us or the majority of us, we do have um, the so-called motto or, or a saying that we kind of, you know, lead our lives um, uh, to. And I've, I heard that yours is something like, let's dream it over. Why do you say it like why let's dream it over? What what's what's hidden behind this dreaming it over meaning? Okay, this one is also comes from uh, uh, like an experience point of view. Uh, as a team and everything, we were trying to do the competition that happened in Kaunas, and it uh, we were like uh, like even though we had pizzas and everything, we couldn't uh, make like a right decision uh, because it was like we are we were trying blanks. And uh, we were like keep on thinking and uh, thinking uh, mm -hmm. about a solution, mm -hmm. and we were like making it much more complex. And uh, the coaches were not uh, satisfied with the answer because it was like too complex for the people to understand or too uh, rudimentary or yeah. much more uh, not feasible and all those things. But uh, eventually, I said like let's I guess let's leap it over or dream it over. Uh, it, well, like maybe our dreams might have answer because we have all this information right now, all these things that we are thinking about it. And maybe if we go to uh, sleep and dream about it, uh, maybe there's a chance our dream might give subconsciously give, give a, a idea from it. So that was yeah. my thought. And I guess all the, all the members went to dream thinking about it because they were like tired from all the entire day's work and they slept. And the very next day at the initial, like uh, when we are starting itself, we started getting ideas after ideas and make sure that it's like, it's happening like a flow of train. And uh, eventually we could manage to bring the idea to much more simpler, but at the same time feasible and, and accessible to all people. So that's why I want, uh, I, I kind of want to use this word now because uh, it's like better to have a, like a proper sleep and decide on yeah. it. And it kind of fits in the terms of let's dream it over in terms of uh, like, let's make it bigger than mm -hmm. what it is also. So it's like uh, our ambition, our dream also is there. Uh, but at the same time, uh, once you come out of it, you make it reality. So it's, it's a good a motto. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, and it's, you know, it's very interesting to listen to you because uh, when, I, when I initially saw, when I initially heard it, I thought that more it's, um, you know, like you, you, when you dream about something, you kind of, you know, you have the dream. So you, you're thinking about it, you have that vision, you know, or something like that. And I do like your, your approach and like, you just kind of sleep on it, you know, and then you, you dream about it and, and, and then you wake up and you have that vision. I mean, I mean, you you wake up with this, you know, solution, decision or something and an idea, and I think that that makes a lot of sense here. Do you yourself, uh, how often, because I, I, you know, I know some architects myself and some, some artists in this kind of case. And I very commonly, I hear that, you know, I, I really, I dreamt about it. I dreamt about this creation or I dreamt about this um, product or something, you know, and, and I decided to build it, to make it. Does it, does that ever occur to you? Does that happen often to you or has it ever happened to you? Yeah, it has, has, it has happened to me uh, quite often. Uh, because I kind of remember most of my details from my uh, dreams, and it's uh, yeah, it's it has been useful at times when trying to solve certain design problems or anything. Or mostly it ha mm -hmm. uh, it has been useful when I'm like uh, blacking out. So this is from my personal experience also. That's why I wanted to emphasize in this. And I've been trying to get like lucid dreams also, so that I can yeah. try to be an architect inside my dream but that has been quite tough but once i have like tried to uh, design like entire city but it was like an instant and it got, went away so yeah dreams are powerful enough to bring out your design uh, something that you might have thought uh, mm -hmm. uh, to create but it's hard to bring in a paper or maybe in a model or something mm -hmm. but in a dream it's like instant it's like uncorrupted and it's like uh, more like a fluid version it's from your imagination it's being created and there's no restrictions to it so that's why it's better to like dream it over and create new designs from it yeah i think that that's very nice um so maybe not a suggestion but i think it's just a very nice notion for all of us to think about you know and maybe even after our podcast to try it out maybe <laughs> as a as a sort of a solution type of moment all right what about um you know, still being and still spending that much time, let's say, in a different culture and working in a different environment. Uh, for you yourself, uh, perhaps, how do you, what tools or what what kind of, I don't know, means do you yourself have in order to adapt to a different culture, right? To, to different type of people. And again, not to have any kind of... Um, maybe you know this uh, cultural miscommunication or something like that that we very commonly hear especially you know in this globalized world is that we all of us are trying to uh, to learn about others to learn about other cultures to understand how they're operating dealing you know what they're thinking so that we try to avoid or or try to minimize uh, this miscommunication element you know in, in on a daily basis so how do you i mean does does that ever occur to you do you see it as an obstacle in any way do you deal with that or do you, does it come naturally? Like you, it's just something that you, you know, it, it, you solve on a daily basis. I don't know. What's, what's your approach here? Mm, I haven't been exactly in a situation like that, but uh, yeah, like uh, one of the things that uh, I use in terms of communicating with people and everything, uh, whenever I like uh, start introducing myself or after the introduction part, if I'm going to explain uh, something that is uh, my design or my ideas or anything, I usually see what 
uh, clues that they leave uh, in terms of their experience. Okay. So I try okay. to use their experience and my design and put them in that situation and uh, create it. For example, there was one writer that I was talking about and uh, talking to, and this was like a proper like a business type of informal decision, uh, discussion that we were ha uh, having. And we were like trying to give the idea to this writer and try to bring her on board in terms of like financial as well as uh, her innovations, mm -hmm. uh, her ideas. And that uh, my friend was like trying to explain what type of uh, things that we are going to work and how it's going to helpful for yeah. her. And that's where like when uh, the discussion came to me, I kind of said like, listen, uh, since you are a writer, you might know mm -hmm. how people read books and everything. And they would like uh, read books and when they're reading, it's their own imagination is being created and everything, right? So mm -hmm. it's like they create our own world and everything. And uh, our product is going to be something similar to that, but in terms of creating a digital like AR experience and everything. So when you're reading, you can see all the three elements that's going around you in a type of AR uh, Things. So, so this business was about AR uh, stuff. So that's why I like uh, try to communicate with them in terms of where they can experience this uh, situation. So I always tend to like uh, do something uh, related with it. For Lithuanians, it was always basketball. If they like basketball, yeah. I always talk about <laughs> basketball. <laughs> and something, um, yeah, potato is also helpful in terms of all the Baltic states and mm -hmm. Ireland. Um, there are like some certain cultural features that I saw as, as a person from India in different uh, contexts, uh, and I try to use that um, as my means to approach a people or talk to them uh, to ice break. Uh, for example, I use the pizza, right? Just like uh, talking to Italians. If you use that uh, with the French people, it's much more advantageous. With the French people, if you use uh, uh, like uh, against croissant, uh, with the Italian people they use against croissant, it's much more advantageous. So I kind of mm -hmm. use all the cultural differences and everything uh, to my advantages into talking with uh, people that I want to talk and interact and communicate. It it definitely it breaks the ice much more quicker and easier to approach uh, with them it's like you being talking to them in terms of like being a friend or mm -hmm. acquaintances so that would yes. be a major mm -hmm. advantage it's like you approach them you approach them immediately with uh, some sort of uh, friendly friendly as you said approach and and i mean for a friendly kind of manner and i think it makes you much more relatable right it's something that that mm -hmm. then you know they, they see you more as a friend rather than an enemy or a rival or a competitor or something it's just you know the relatability kind of element in this case i think it's very important yeah definitely mm -hmm. Uh, I also enjoyed, and I think that you can also share a little bit about this, um, your own kind of, uh, I don't know, description or something that you also kind of work with or according to uh, about this uh, very kind of well-known um, uh, saying, but you made it or you adapted it to yourself about the curiosity that it kills the unprepared cat, but I got a, a backup plan. I really enjoyed that that uh, kind of um, analogy <laughs> that you that you spoke about. So how often do you feel yourself that you're unprepared or do you always have that backup plan? What's your situation? Uh, my situation is always I've been, un it feels like I've been unprepared most of the situation. 
but uh, subconsciously i would have thought of a plan before itself like uh, there's always a backup plan but subconsciously yeah that's how it is so if i'm being curious about something and all of a sudden uh, i did not achieve something but mm. the back in the back behind the scenario like behind my head there's mm. always something uh, okay what about uh, let's do it this way or that way or something it right. pops up very quickly it feels like as if a backup plan that i subconsciously made like hours ahead or something so that is also happening at the same time the mm. uh, Uh, nowadays uh, i'm much more prepared for the situations mm-hmm. if uh, this doesn't work uh, let me have a, like a backup plan show that okay. uh, it supports and maybe it works that way also if not this way and so yeah uh, it used to be subconscious now it's much more conscious and uh, i'm trying to do it much more well ahead uh, at times so yeah I think it's just again the the you being this I I think it's just the type of personality and the type of character you are you know being this also um, being the creative the the kind of visionary you know that you are it does help you to have that backup plan more much more often than I I think for other people so I I think it it, it does serve you as an advantage your own Yeah that Mm-hmm. definitely uh, especially uh, doing this uh, competition that I, that I was having with my friends mm-hmm. uh, the thing is like every single time uh, we hit a snag or something yeah. it was always back to the discussion table and uh, i was the one who's trying to like uh, bring up the team and like uh, the synergy and everything and trying to make sure uh the ideas comes from somewhere so yeah. eventually uh, let's go this way or like uh, let's do it over this side and everything so uh i was up and f- up front to start the engine so uh as long as i can do that the rest of the heavy duty works are like uh, pretty much was done by uh, my fellow teammates so uh i was kind of like the igniter or the spark igniter exactly yeah i like i like that description i think that yeah, it does uh, listening to you today i think that that's something that i do feel about you that you're such an igniter that you're such a first of all of course passionate person but but you have that energy of being you know not being afraid and initiating something i think that that's something that very commonly mm, we are afraid to do and you have just that natural ability so that's very cool this culture this is the podcast about the meaning of concepts in business You know Kabilan we always have um, with 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 our uh, guests we always have this type of a game that uh, that um, I try to play and uh, just you know to kind of round up the discussion and and just to have those main keywords that I've heard you mention or I myself created by listening to you so how does it work um I'm going to give you uh, three words right and you'll try just without any long thinking you'll just try to immediately give your reaction towards that word so what does that word or that meaning means to you okay and uh, this is how we're going to 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 play is the, are the rules clear more or less yeah more or less uh, all right let's see okay so yeah so no thinking right that's the whole beauty of the game uh, right all right I'm so fine. the first one is um, a building um it can be in terms of team building or like uh, it's a, a building is shelter and mm-hmm. it's essential for every single of us to have a uh structure and foundation and everything so yeah foundation as well as structure is important so all the integral part in a building is essential for our own lifestyle and uh, business or anything okay all right uh visionary 
uh yeah like uh, the visionaries are uh, part of the in integral of the society uh humans without visionaries is like uh being without any goals and uh uh dreaming and humans uh, it's not us for us to do like nine to five jobs and uh if you want to come out of the like the breakage it's best to have like visionary uh, type of people to get involved and uh create more the better world so it's only possible only through them that's my opinion on it well, that's very cool and i'll give you the last one but i only want one word to it okay so let's do it even more interesting so my word is passion passion um <laughs> okay i'm making a thing um uh, passion is a dream I... Okay, that's oh. it. I think that yeah, you just made it perfect. It's it's a, I think it's just a very nice roundup to everything that you have said today. You know, it's just passion, and and again, it call, kind of goes down to to that you know very nice um, motto or very nice saying of yours that let's dream it over. I think that you know there's just the 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 perfect kind of um, mm, let's call it suggestion or the perfect ending. Kablan, it was pleasure. I mean, it's uh, it's always very interesting, uh, I guess, for our listeners and for myself as well to talk to people who are not afraid, who have the courage. And at the same time, uh, as I've mentioned that, and you've said that many times, who have this futuristic vision. And uh, as, as you called yourself very nicely, you know, being some sort of a misfit that brings this joy and change to people and to the community. Kabbalah, it was pleasure. Would you like to say anything, like the last words to our listeners? Uh, yeah, first I will say, like, it's, it has been a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me over uh, to this uh, podcast. It has, been, like, it has been a really good experience and uh, talk about uh, business and as well as mm -hmm. uh, the approach to it and everything. Uh, this has been a much more integral part to knowing myself also like uh mm -hmm. when i was trying to answer all those questions it, uh, it kind of make, made me remind me okay i am at the right spot at the right time i just oh, uh, need to remind <laughs> yeah i just need to remind myself and these are the situations uh that makes mm -hmm. me remind myself and it's good to remind the things that the progress that you done throughout the uh, uh, pace of your life whether it's like uh, even a one step or mm -hmm. some uh, like a one pebble of stone, it is always good to know that you made a progress through uh, all those things and good to self-pat most of the time. And now, thank you for this opportunity. It gave me much more than self-pat. It was like really, uh, yeah, uh, something upcoming and sharing. That's very nice. I think that, you know, that's the whole point of this podcast is that it's not that we only, you know, share the experience that we have with our listeners, but at the same time, as you very nicely said, we learn a little bit uh, more about ourselves because that's, you know, the only thing that keeps us moving, you know, going to bed, dreaming it over and then waking up and maybe learning um, something new about ourselves or something new about the world and, and, you know, making it slightly better or slightly newer, not being afraid. Kabilan, thank you so much for being with me today and it was my pleasure so take care and hopefully talk to you soon thank you and yeah hopefully stay in uh, connect and let's this 
culture. This is the podcast about the meaning of concepts in business.